0: Hello everyone, this is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast.
1: thankful to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it, and believe, in our believe in glory, and I believe that God's going
0: to let me live to pack it until all around the world it's been circulated.
1: Greetings brothers and sisters, welcome to another episode of the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Back in the studio, Brother Tim Dodd, and a special guest from Africa, Brother Tim.
0: Thank you, Brother John. It's good to be back in the studio once again. And greetings to everyone and welcome. We have a special report today, live from Uganda, because there's been very recent developments there in Uganda. And so we welcome Brother Fred Chienji into the studio. Before I welcome him, let me just say uh, this podcast has been. Uh, recorded under much duress and technical difficulties. (laughs) So we hope that the quality is as good as it normally is. But uh, welcome, everyone, and welcome, Brother Fred. Thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you, Brother Tim. And uh, I just want to say shalom to everybody globally, especially the believers of the message of the hour. Shalom to you, everybody.
0: Amen. Now, we got a uh, I got some wonderful video and text from you, uh, last week about, uh, a church that has embraced the message of the hour and bat- in baptisms. You did quite a number of baptisms. I won't say the number yet, but, uh, tell me how this unfolded. How, what was the genesis of, of getting into this church and your introduction to these people?
2: Uh, thank you, brother team, uh, uh, the real genesis of this thing is from my background, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was in 1989. In 1989, I left the Catholic Church denomination mm-hmm. and I joined the Pentecostals. So the denomination by that time which of the Pentecostals, which was ruling around Kampala, it was with a famous man who died now. He, he passed, out, passed on. He okay. was called Dewo Mukasa Balabi Kubo. Now, this man here, he preached to our town. And when he preached the gospel, by that time I was a younger boy, I picked up what he was saying and I got saved. Amen. So Dewo Mukasa Balabi Ekubo was a, a famous man uh, during that time. Though the Pentecostal denominations were not formally organized well, but he was the leaders of all Pentecostal churches here in Uganda. I see. So when I came to this message after leaving Bede Mkasabala-Yokubo, some of those people used to know me as a younger, would-be preacher, as I can say, because they had already seen me moving closer to the believers, to the preachers, and they liked me. So I remained with some friends there. Mm-hmm. Now, when I came to this gospel, some of them, that's why I don't know whether Brother Timo you have ever heard about it. Many of the believers, they used to say, Brother Ching has a Pentecostal hangover. <laughs> Is it still a Pentecostal, whatever. You know, as things are. And uh, this was because some of those Pentecostal people were my friends. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, when we started this uh, Move which is going on the awakening. Mm -hmm. It uh, happened to me that uh, one of the believers from those group, that group, it is called a player palace denomination for the Pentecostals, okay, a very big and a very famous uh, denomination here in Uganda. So, one of those people, the founders, who was a brother to the founder who is the one who is passed on. He came and we baptized him. He was called Bishop Sonko. So on your coming to Uganda last October, mm-hmm. I didn't know that Sonko brought his brother mm. in York, in our meetings. Okay. There was many people there, but I came, he told me after you have gone that one of his brothers has come
0: mm.
2: and he had you preaching. Was that at Sita? So by the he had you preaching on that day when you come at Seta Church. Okay. So from there, he gave me the phone, he gave my phone number to the man and the man started calling me, talking about the message of the hour and why we did baptize Sonko, who was a very great preacher in the Pentecost organizations. Mm-hmm. This man is called uh, Biansi Kubo. The man is taking kay- Kayunga Alice leadership. So he has been the bishop there in that mm-hmm. district. Now, this man, when he was talking to me, one day I sent him the seven church ages through Ah, uh, So the man had to ask me many questions through the seven church ages, why this happened this way? Why, as he had heard about Brother Branham, mm-hmm. they told him Brother Branham was a false prophet, he prophesied 77 would be the end. So I had to, ask, to explain all those questions to the man. Now, uh, recently we had the pastor's meeting. I could not record recall his face when he came again to us. He came and attended one of the meetings, the pastor's meetings. Mm-hmm. So when he came in the meeting, uh, he attended. He didn't introduce himself to me that I'm the one who has been asking your questions on the phone. Okay. So by that time, uh, after some, a week, after the pastors' pastor's meeting, he called me and asked me if we can go and visit him. Sorry. How how long ago was that now,
0: Brother Fred? Sorry to interrupt you. How long ago was that? Come again? How long ago was that minister's meeting?
2: was that was last month
0: okay
2: in january early january i think i can't recall the date but i will check on mm-hmm. uh in january when uh the man who, uh, came to our meetings after a week i had to send their brother moses mm-hmm. and a friend to go and see the meeting to check on because they wanted me to go in their meetings at least if i, I can attend you know, these Pentecostals, sometimes they are cunning in their ways. They can pretend as believers, and you don't know what exactly they can do. So I sent there Moses to, do, to work as a spy. But Moses told me that these people have already been hearing about what, whichever we tell the man, he tells it to the congregation. Right. So when I heard that, I called Brother Sonko, the brother to the man, and we organized to go there. Now, recently, when we went there in that meeting, we were expecting like 100 people to be in the meeting. Right. But for my surprise, when I reached there, it was around 500 people because the number was big. My. And this is my first time ever since I came to the message to stand at a platform, as I can say, you know, a little bit exhaustive these people because this man is their kind of a big organization. The church was, you know, well-built and everything was well-established. So when I was there, it was something. Mm-hmm. For me, I could not, you know, handle myself. I just put everything in, God, in God's hands to see that they have respected me to be in their preaching. Right. There are, there are some people there because in that area there is a theological school. There are some people from the theology, others are stu- theological students, others theological teachers. So I had to face a lot of questions there. Mm-hmm. But good enough, we thank God the message is rich. Amen. Uh, as we are talking, others they were asking well, how when can we baptize? We can baptize them. I told them how long is it from here to the water? Right. To my surprise, they told me at the platform where I was was the where the pool was. I didn't know. Right. So they just removed the the, the parapet. Right. And then they opened the ground. There was the water down inside there. Mm. So they told him the water is here. Then I called them, thinking that maybe I'll have like 10 people mm-hmm. to be baptized there on that day according to the hardiness of questions how they asked them. They sure. asked me. Sure. But when I called those who can be baptized, it came time when I had to tell them that you please stay where you are. I'm now satisfied that you are going to be baptized. Because it was like the whole church was coming.
0: My my my
2: uh when I checked on the, uh, the script when where they were the list where they were writing they told me around five and fifty two people were baptized on that day.
0: So this was the that first was, meeting you were there?
2: It was the first meeting I was there. The first meeting was with the Moses, uh-huh. with the, some of you people that they, he met. Yeah. Then the second meeting was when I, I had to go. Right. And the reaching there, it was fantastic, so, as I can say. So
0: the majority of these people, of 500 people, this is their first time hearing
2: the message, and they were was baptized their first, that very day. It was their first time to hear the message. Except the pastor, right, right.
0: But, the, but there were some as the pastors people,
2: from different churches also mm-hmm. who joined there. Mm-hmm. We we also baptized them. But I don't know how many pastors we baptized. But I can recognize the four.
0: Okay, so the very you stood up before the people, you declared to yes. them the truth of the revelation of Jesus Christ, and three hundred and fifty exactly. people were baptized that day. Baptized that day. So what is that but Acts chapter two?
2: Praise God. It is exactly (laughs) chapter two. (laughs) Amen.
0: Amen. We give
2: glory to God. It was wonderful. In their own parapet. Yes. In their own pond. That's where we baptized. We didn't move outside. Amen. I was thinking of how we are going to go to the riverside somewhere. Right. Then they told me the water is here in the church.
0: Wonderful. Now, let me ask you another question. Let me ask you another question. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now, this church uh, is this an independent church, or there are they part of a denomination
2: that they're in danger of losing their building? That is the. It's a great question. The church is under a great denomination called Prayer Palace, mm. and on top of that, there is a unification of what they call Born Again Christian Fellowship, where they unite themselves. Yeah. And this man has been one of the leaders of the Pentecost of Player Palace mm. in the district, leading the that team of the district of their denomination. Now, they did on that very day, they used they called from, uh, from there to Kampala so that they will get the reinforcement. Those ones who could not believe, the Pharisees, as I can say, right, right. So, the Pharisees and the Sadducees called to come from Kampala for the reinforcement to come. That our church is being taken, but, but with the, a carrot, you know, as they can call us. Sure. A carrot has come in and they are taking overrunning our church, and the, our pastor has surrendered to a carrot. So they send a, a motorcade mm. of uh, yes, of Christ to them, to tell them that we are liars. Mm. Because there are a number of Pentecostals in Kampala who know me, those leaders. Uh, good enough by the time they reached. We were already in Mukono. Mm. I've left them there, and then they, when we are there, they called me, mm-hmm. those whom we, whom we baptized. That's that's how I came to know that if four of the pastors were now with, were baptized that day. So they called me when they were in the meeting, uh, warning me on the phone, mm-hmm. never again to go into that place. As they were talking, a pastor was on a hand-free call, he stood up and said, Told them, please, brother Chiinji, even if, if even if you want to come next Sunday, come. Amen. If they don't accept you to be in the church, you will be in my house. Amen. I came to find out that this brother here is a relative of the late man who preached the gospel to me, a brother of the same father, same mother mm. of the late man who preached the gospel to me, and they left him into the responsibility. Is a man around forty-five years, so he has been that, that responsibility, and even the ground where they are is the ground of the family, the mm. land. Okay. So the man has uh, is a signatory, right, in the organization, right. So they are now they are threatening to take everything to the courts mm-hmm. because the man is he said we cannot live here, and the believers say you cannot live live here. Mm -hmm. as for me i advised him if they chase you please leave and go somewhere because we cannot continue with them right and the man is asking me where can we go if this is not our church yeah that's what is up as per now how it is
0: well the people that are listening will surely be praying for them that god will give them the victory over these denominational spirits that want to squash the message God's message will not be stopped but may they may they be able to retain their place of
2: worship that is that is so that important. is what our prayer uh unfortunately the other two pastors from Odati uh, that day mm-hmm. they were the busy the, denominations were able to chase them from their congregations mm-hmm. now one pastor from the neighboring uh, township he had a we congreg- had believers we baptized like a third. Among those ones, uh, we baptized, and that on that day they didn't have a fellowship. They brought the padlocks, My. they closed the church, they closed the church, and they told them to go away. Shame on the them. The pastor was renting, was also uh, staying at the church mm-hmm. on that denomination where the pastor, that small church was. Mm-hmm. So now the pastor is looking for a house where to be. He's staying in friends, and his all his properties he was just away. And the third people do not have a place of fellowship.
0: Well, this is a great example for the people that are listening of the uh, onslaught of difficulties that comes to uh, believers in Uganda and other places, but especially Uganda, where there is a huge awakening that is stirring the country. And as these pastors and their congregations embrace the message of the hour, they find, as you say, padlocks on the door, and uh, denominations locking them out and trying to take away uh, buildings which really were built on the backs of those people and they trying to remove their places of worship. And so if everybody remembers the uh, report that I gave on December 17th here in Cloverdale Bible Way with the many, many churches that are needing to be built in the country for these congregations that have embraced the message of the hour, They've received uh, the true baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and they're wanting to walk in the light of this day. May each and every one of our listeners remember them, not just in prayer, but also in your support, that God will provide for them a place, be it ever so simple, where they can gather and worship God in the uh, freedom of the revelation that God has given them.
2: Praise God.
0: Amen. Now, brother Fred, you answered one question before I even had to ask, which was, you know, the importance of the building that's going on in the country, and so yes, we want to, you know, I I just talked to a brother this morning from America, and he was asking about buildings and the needs in the country and that sort of thing. So we are certainly continue to be burdened for that. We are currently printing ten thousand more Luganda Church Age books. They're already sent Praise to the, the printer. Code. We're printing uh, several thousand, I think 5,000 uh, or 4,000 Ateso church age books. We're printing 5,000 Karamajong church age books. These are all at the printer right now, and uh, they will be coming into the country of Uganda as soon as they're done printing. We're also printing 200,000 we- cover sheets for printing the individual message titles inside the country of Uganda, which we do in Kampala there. And so much work is being done and much support is being sent your way, Brother Fred.
2: May the Lord grant, or whatever they desire, those who are standing with us in this work, please, we appreciate and my regard is to them all that we are praying for them, that God will bless them and prosper them as the message is continuing, as they are supporting.
0: Amen. There are certainly difficulties, in the country, that are just natural difficulties. One of them is is crime, and uh, I know that every country in the world has a, a certain level of crime. But I think, Brother Fred, you've had to battle some real issues in the uh, church in Nansana when it comes to criminals yeah. and thieves and that sort of thing. I think now you've had the sound system or the equipment for the sound system stolen twice out of that church. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, very correct. Unfortunately, at first, during November 10th, I think it was around November 10th uh, last year, Mm -hmm. we got that kind of robbery. They broke through the church. You know, we have a temporary serenity. We have some individuals who are, you know, giving that services of keeping the church. Mm-hmm. But they came in at night, and we didn't know at what time, because even a brother who was keeping there didn't see how they came in. Mm. And then they took all the properties by that time, around in November 10th. Now, this time we had bought some few, and we are hiring some mm-hmm. others. Mm-hmm. And these ones which we are hiring, Plus those ones who we, which we bought, this time they came and they took them
0: My.
2: We tried to approach the police. it didn't work. Mm. Then good enough, uh, brother junior had put some chips in the machine in some of the machines so that he was tracking his chips uh, tracking uh, tracking devices the tra- inside the machines. tracking devices yeah. yes. So Junior told us that we, if we can give him somebody to help and he, he can uh, you track them and then find where the things are. Uh, then we had to go to some authorities and we informed them about uh, the machines, how they are. Then okay. they gave us an independent, because we didn't want to use the police, okay. uh, we were a kind of skeptical, of the police moves. Mm-hmm. So we used some um, private uh, people to help us to track until Junior followed the problem until they went to the border. The area is called the Mutukula, mm-hmm. the border of Uganda and Tanzania. Where they they found the two microphones uh, of our church. And again, they found that the people who had stolen the machines have already sold some of the machines close to Tanzania. Right. But these microphones we, <clears throat> we found, mm-hmm. We to them that they were in the hands of a pastor. My. can you hear me? A yes. Pentecostal pastor.
0: Yeah,
2: who bought them from those people? Hmm. The pastor was caught, was taken to the authorities. But you know, here Pentecostal pastors, you cannot just handle him like that. He's a big man, mm-hmm. and the are uh, the district, the chairman of the district. They they call him the chairman of the district. He's a political man at a district, mm-hmm. and he is. He said, I can, you know, bail this man out. If you have any case, you open up a case, but let the money be out and do the work. Mm. Now, Juni, by that time I had to call Junior away from that Kwagima because uh, to cross to Tanzania to follow the machines, it is a sum money. And again, it is not easy right. to go to another country, right. but you are following those machines. Mm-hmm. So they came back with the two microphones. And the police said, no, we have to stay with them also because it will work as an exhibit mm-hmm. and for the crime. Right. Now things are like that, but we are seeing that the police is playing games mm-hmm. and we, the hope is, go, is out. We can't get the machines. I think I can. Can I give you Brother Moses because he's with me here? Okay. He can tell you more. He has more information about those machines.
0: Sure. Brother Moses, welcome to the podcast. Moses come. Brother Moses Chinji is Brother Fred's son. Are you hearing me, Brother Moses? He's here. There we are. (laughs) Welcome, Brother Moses.
3: Yes, God bless you, Brother Tim.
0: God bless you. So you Uh, have your equipment. Thank you. Your equipment is all uh, uh, in the government hands or sold into captivity now. What is the current status of Nansana as far as equipment goes?
3: Uh, the current state of NASA and all the equipments were taken mm-hmm. and uh, through the devices that Derek Jr. tried to put in the tracking devices we were able to track them up to the border of Uganda and Tanzania right that is where junior was by the weekend remember mm-hmm. I told you that junior is at the border of Tanzania and Uganda right he wasn't available so because of his security and the fear of the father, my dad, that Junior may, might be harmed, mm-hmm. he had to call Junior back home. Right. So, uh, yes, we were able to get some suspects because we were able to uh, recover microphones, mm-hmm. a pair of them. But still, these microphones were caught from a certain Pentecostal church at the border. That is mutukula mm-hmm. So. Um, the other machines, uh, Junior, according to his tracking device, he's seeing them in the next country, that is Tanzania. Mm-hmm. So try to inquire from the police officers how we can go into Tanzania, but it is a long process. Right. Because the, the laws governing the other countries are different from Uganda. He actually told us that even if they, they get to arrest the people that have those machines, mm-hmm. they have to enter them in the courts of law of yeah, Tanzania exactly yeah, it is start, normal. yeah give them to us mm-hmm. so, think that the whole process uh it was it is a bit expensive and hectic so we are just there we don't know what next to do we don't know how to start we don't know what to do so Nansana church right now has no sound equipment. what is the value of the equipment that you lost um, there were many, like, you know, the projectors, the amplifiers, the yeah. mixers. Total value, uh, what
0: would the cost be to replace
3: them? The speakers, it can go to around 4500 mm-hmm. because most of them, we had hired them like the projectors. Right. We didn't have our personal, our, you know, church projector. So we, we usually hire them during the services so that people get to see you know, what we teach them. Mm-hmm. So the projectors and some speakers, we had hired them. You know, Brother Tim, you remember that church is in between two Pentecostal churches. Yes. So sometimes if you don't have better sound, people do not get to hear you. So that is why sometimes we go in to hire more, you know, better and sound equipments.
0: I know I've preached so, there. I've preached there. We've had, meeting. We've had wonderful meetings there, and I know it's been the place of a great... Uh, revival you had that Easter time uh, a couple years yes, ago. Yes, yes. Yeah, it was the yes, beginning yes. of a great move of God in that area.
3: So we are now, the only challenge that we have now, it is because these people that had had us, those machines, mm-hmm. they are asking them from us.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, so, I wanted to get from you the details so that we could share the burden with the people that are listening. Thank you, Brother Moses. We're we running out of time here. But uh, maybe okay. give me back to your father, and uh, okay. uh, we'll conclude the podcast.
2: Yes, Brother Tim, I'm back. Amen.
0: So, Brother Fred, the, uh, the situation is certainly difficult. You're encountering a lot of difficulties. But nevertheless, it sounds like God is blessing you and, and bringing more souls into the kingdom of God. Uh, two, sure. I have two questions left. Uh, one, what is the status of Bibles in your country, in your area? The, we had distributed a number of Bibles. How was that going?
2: Yes, we used to have them. But ever since this year started, the Eagles, uh, our ministry, we have not uh, given out any Bible. Mm-hmm. Though people are crying for the Bibles everywhere. Okay. You see, Brother Tim, sometimes I fear even to put every need on you. <laughs> we remained with some we remained with some few seven church ages, which I have now sent to Natchez where I baptized those people. okay they only remaining seven church ages. I gave them to them. Sure. now these small books I have not yet uh, already I have not yet given to those new believers because they cannot understand before mm-hmm. they get the seven church ages
0: right
2: So even the seven church ages are in need. The Bibles, at least if we can get like, uh, um, I can say, 30,000.
0: 30,000 Bibles still.
2: Yes. Not enough, but they can help at least.
0: <laughs> not enough. I hope everybody is hearing what Brother Fred is saying. 30,000 is not enough Bibles, but it will help meet the need.
2: Well, the go- problem is people, unless people, they come and they will move together, then mm-hmm. they can understand Right. That if we can get 30,000 uh, 30, Bibles, even those 35 Bibles will not be enough. But mm-hmm. at least they can help in to show the ministers of the denominations, those ones who have already come in, to tell them that maybe this at least each church can get like a 10 or 20 Bibles. Right, right. But not to every person in the church. Right,
0: I understand. I understand. So I appreciate you sharing that with us, that this is the time to share it now that you're on the podcast. And uh, my next question is, what does the future hold? We're not prophets, but uh, do you have other things that you're attending to in the near future?
2: Yeah, in the near future, as per now, we have a lot of calls around the the country. Like now, the baptism in Natchez has broken up another kind of excitement. Mm-hmm. People are calling us into different church areas. Uh, we are having calls in even in the areas of Pastor Stephen Ibari, that is eastern side, where this organization has some people there, where this man has been with an upper hand, those smaller churches where he can take control is asking us if we can move there. But always as you know, sometimes it is the means to go there. Sure. As now uh, on 7th we are having another meeting we are organizing which is going to go to southern Massacre. the area is called De maogola people are waiting for us there for my surprise uh, some of the, even the people have tried to call me which i don't know uh, these are the leaders politicians of the ty- of the area but they are pentecostals mm. they told me that they received my number if I'm to come, I have to tell them that I'm to come. I told them I'm coming. They say, please welcome Nobody to make you, to threaten you there. Come, we'll open up for you and talk to the people. So that is also an opening door for us down in Maogola. We are going there very soon. On 7th, we are going to go there. Uh, mm-hmm. The problem is, I wanted to take you back to Nansana. Mm-hmm. With Nansana also, my outcry, if at least we can get a place where we can put a, a, a shareholder that we can have control with. Mm-hmm. Because machines, we are going to buy machines today, but also we have to hire a place where we have to put those machines. Right. And moving every day, moving the big machines every day, again, it is also giving us a, a problem. Mm-hmm. But as per now, what we decided that we have to rent somewhere and put a person in the house so that when we get the machines, we can commence with the meetings. As per now, my outcry is that if Nansana doesn't receive the machines, like it's coming Sunday, we have decided some of the people from Nansana to come to Seta, So others, they will just sit in a ring, and they have a fellowship at evening. After the other Pentecostals and denominations all around have now counted down. Because we cannot speak without the machines, when others are also having the machines, they will cover us up. Right. We don't have sound proof and the place is open like that to any person who can provoke Mm -hmm. and do whatever he can do. But if we can get a land and we put there, a a temporary slater which we can have control on, whether the pastor can stay there or some ministers stay there completely, because everything will be okay. We don't know where we are going to put those people of Nansana. Now coming back to the demand in the message, uh, we need the Bibles so badly. The Bible is so badly. Mm-hmm. Because when you got those Pentecostal churches, you talk about the, the Bible, scriptures in the Bible, they, their Bible is the pastor, who at times even doesn't have a Bible. Mm-hmm. So just read really what they believe, whatever pastor tells them, instead of believing what the Bible says. They don't know much about the Bible, only about the miracles. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. Right. You are going to be blessed. So if we can do with the Bible, you can have a, start point, a starting point. And again, more of the seven churches, then plus other messages. Amen, On top of, Let me... Brother Tim, Take takes so long. On top of that, uh-huh. uh, we also need the audio sponsorship, audio message sponsorship. Uh-huh. If uh, people, you know, like in the villages, people, they can't, those who can't read, can hear. What the prophet said from maybe the live messages, the live voice, who cannot read, they can take the voices at their homes. That one will also be wonderful. Right. uh, Temporary serators also is a problem. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: If we can have some serators, brother Tim, let me tell you one thing. Mm -hmm. Like now those that church where they put the padlocks, myself, I feel sorry. I have to use a lot of words to comfort the pastor. Sure. I am praying for him, but they are saying, how long will this be mm-hmm. when you go to the places and you break the churches, as they can say, and then you leave the people scattered without having fellowships? So those are the things sometimes are on my heart, feigning. Sure. You have called them, they have seen the truth, but you cannot help them more to have maybe where they can put up and have a fellowship. Mm-hmm. So that's why sometimes when I hear a message from you that somebody has come in to support, Somebody has come in to do this. I, I'm like, you know, saying, God bless abundantly that person who have seen this. Amen. Sometimes we fear to go to areas because how are you going to sustain them after giving them the message? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I, I felt, Brother Fred, it was important to give you a voice at this time and that, that the Lord would uh, spread the word of what's happening in Uganda and in, not just of the thousands of souls that are coming in. And I, and I just want to mention about Bibles is in that you said you need 30,000 Bibles as kind of a yeah. minimum quantity. And I want to let the people know we have printed 35,000 Bibles already in the Luganda language. And that has already gone, oh, I'm sorry, 20,000 Bibles. 35,000 is the church age books. But we have done 20,000 yes. Bibles. Those are all given out and we need 30,000 more and the cost is $6 US per bible that's our cost to print these bibles and to ship them into the country and so the just for the listener i wanted them to hear it directly from you brother fred and we so appreciate you sharing these difficulties because sometimes All the people here is, you know, hundreds are being baptized, churches are coming in, all of this is wonderful. Well, these pastors and these churches do so at great cost, and to receive the light of the hour costs them a lot of, shall we say, comforts or or things that they have labored for that they might worship God in in the freedom of their own sanctuary. And it's different when one soul comes in or another soul comes in and joins an existing church, but when an entire church comes in and then they get locked out of their building and, or as you say, like Nansana, they are targeted for theft and equipment is stolen and things like that. These are great sacrifices that you brothers are making. And we want you to know that we stand with you. We're still behind you. Uh, We're not rich people. But if I was a rich person, I know where I'd put it. I'd, I'd sure help contribute to the work that's going on in Uganda. So God bless you, Brother Great. Fred. We're out of time, but I just want to say thank you so much for joining us today. We so appreciate you. And uh, you said at the beginning of the podcast, you know, that some people think you're a little bit too Pentecostal. And uh, I'll just say God made you that way for a reason because he knew that you would be dealing with Pentecostals as they approach the light of the hour oh, as God reveals it to them. So thank
2: you, Brother Fred. Last word to you. Welcome, my dear brother. Thank you. God bless you, brother.
0: God bless you.
1: Thank you, Brother Fred. Thank you, Brother Team, To our listeners, I hope this was a refreshing update directly from Uganda. May we continue to remember the needs that were mentioned by Brother Fred. Many needs. Just to think of believers there who've never perhaps even read the Bible or his brother Fred said the pastor is their Bible because they don't have access to it themselves. That's just something that does something to a believer who has access to all these things here. So let's remember them in prayer. May God continue to provide for all the needs. Until next
0: time, Shalom. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God.
1: This was another episode of the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to hear more about what the Lord is doing around the world, please go to www.bibleway.org. That's www.bibleway.org. And subscribe to the newsletter to receive updates about what the Lord is doing. Additionally, if you desire to contact us, please email us at info at bible-believers.org. Once more, that's info at bible-believers.org. Or you can also write to us And our mailing address is Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. Until next time, Shalom.